young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Hey guys, what's up? Grassroots Podcast. Uh, before we get into it, be sure to hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. Um, I'm one of the hosts, Brandon Killabeach Hall. Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm regular Nas. No alias today. Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? Not yet, man. Save it for the end. Save it for the end, guys. What you, is don't, it? you don't have one, do you? Yeah, you don't have I one. Just say one. you don't have one. I have one, one. Just say talk. you don't have it. It's I okay. Everyone talk. slips up. You know, Superman, Kryptonite. You know. Nope. I got it in the tuck. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am Wilson. Um, be sure, again, to subscribe. Also... Uh, make sure you guys sign up for our newsletter. As we said, we always have our latest content and biggest announcements going through that platform, so be sure to look out for it if you haven't already had it or uh, be, be a part of it. Um, wanted to kind of get pretty much straight to it. Uh, late breaking news on our end, uh, and obviously for you guys listening now, uh, rapper Juice World uh, was uh, has passed away. Uh, so this was a TMZ report that came out uh, prior to recording. Uh, Juice World, the talented rapper whose career was just taking off, is dead after suffering a seizure in Chicago's Midway Airport. TMZ has learned. Uh, Juice's flight from California landed early Sunday morning after uh, deplaning. Witnesses tell us suffered. Uh, witnesses tell us he suffered uh, the seizure while walking through the airport. Law enforcement sources say he was bleeding from his mouth when paramedics got on scene. We're told uh, Juice World, real name Jared Anthony Higgins, was still conscious when he was uh, rushed to the hospital. However, he was pronounced dead a short time after uh, arriving to the hospital. The cause of death is still unclear uh, at this time, and I'm assuming they're still waiting for the medical uh, examiners. Uh, so, obviously, rest in peace to Juice World. Condolences to his family, uh, friends, loved ones, supporters, uh, pretty much his whole his whole tribe, man. We, we feel for him. Another young kid who was 21 years old. He just turned 21 on Monday. Yeah, just turned 21. Um, Nas pointed this out, too, as well. He, he recently, again, you, you die on the day the same day that John Lennon dies. Yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy in itself. But um, I think the craziest part is, again, this kid is 21. Like, 21 years old, and another artist, uh, you know, deceased at such a young age, didn't even get to live out his full potential. Or maybe he did. You know, you know how the, the whole universe works. Maybe he was here for that point, and, you know, now he's gone. But just truly sad. Um, I know there's a lot of speculations going out with, with how he could have died or whatever. I, I don't think it's responsible for us to get on it, on, on, on that notion, considering there nothing has really come out yet on this kid. Um, but... Again, another life is lost for whatever happened. So definitely keep him in your prayers and his family in your prayers. Um, you guys got any thoughts on this? What do you guys think? We don't, like you said, we don't know what caused his death yet. Um, but there's been a cycle of young artists dying, uh, and it's been quite quite frequent. Mm -hmm. You have Little Peep, Mac Miller. Yeah. Um, you know, although his was 
I mean, Nipsey's was a little bit different, but just his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? There was someone else that also XXX. Uh, XXS. XXX as well. Yeah. Um, and for those who, you know, we found out that pass, um, you know, due to, to, to drugs or, or violence, there, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cycle that needs to be ended in some shape or form. And I think that, um, especially when it comes to the drugs and stuff, uh, the artists, we, we live in a, we are in a society now right, with music where the artists are telling everyone about their drug use or telling everyone about their depression through their music. And I think that now we have to place a bigger responsibility on people who are around them and also on the label themselves to do the necessary things to make sure that these artists are okay and sound. And because, you know, now it's like, you know, Papa Molly, Lean, all that stuff like that, like... Michaela even pointed out, like, that's not, it's not, that shouldn't be normal for us to talk yeah. about. It shouldn't be normal for us to have that within the music itself. And I think that now, like, we're seeing too many people pass away young. And I think that we need to place a bigger, uh, a bigger responsibility on everyone. And I wouldn't just say labels, but even us as fans, and mm. we need to place a bigger responsibility on ourselves too. Kind of goes back to our discussion. We're saying how, like, Sometimes the artists, when they put out the best music, is unfortunately when they're depressed yeah. or when they're on drugs. It's the worst part of them. It's the worst part sharing. of them. And sometimes they are weary about when they become sober, sober if they will be the same. We had that conversation with Royce to Five Nine, like when he, yeah. we were talking about his sobriety. Like we were like, "Were you afraid of your penmanship going away?" He said, "Yes." Yeah. So it's like a very complex issue that is it involves every single body, from fans to labels to those who are involved in the camp. You know, and it's like, how can we end this cycle? Because it's now at a point where when a young, talented individual passes, you know, it's unfortunate. And I don't want us to get in a situation where we're like, you know, they're a young luncheon and we call them a martyr and all that stuff. And it like romanticizes that kind of thing in a sense. Um, And I don't think we should be doing that. I think we should try to figure out how can we help those who are struggling? I mean, obviously the ones who, who passed, out of you know unfortunate circumstances, we can't control those things. But yeah. the ones who pass due to drugs or depression or something like, how can we break that cycle? The narrative, the narrative needs to change. I mean, yeah. I think I think that it would be hard to break the cycle because these kids are dying from things that get glorified in the music, whether it be drug use or violence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's going to be hard to break that cycle because the the music would have to change. The the, the, the culture would have to change. This is the only this is the only genre where you see people dying like that, for the most part, whether it be violence or I don't, I don't know if he was on drugs or anything like that. Oh no, not 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 speaking to Juice World. Like we said, yeah. we don't know what yeah, happened yeah, yeah, to him, but yeah. we do know of some other ones who passed due to uh, oh, drug overdoses, overdoses and, and, and like stuff that. like that, and some of them on untimely circumstances. Yeah, I mean, like like you guys said, I'm, we're not gonna beat a dead horse. It's definitely unfortunate, but. Um, I think we would have an uphill battle to try to change the narrative in music just based off of what the content embodies, right? Like, yeah. it, it's about being turned. It's about being lit and having the latest drink or having the latest smoke or for, for certain people it's lean. Like, it, it, it just all is a part of culture, unfortunately. And I think that that's the one piece of culture that is really, um, it's one of our shortcomings, I think. Like, it's one of the things that, while we glorify it and it sounds good in music, right? Mm-hmm. It, it sounds good, but when you really get down to the brass tacks of how it actually impacts an artist or the culture or just kids and the influence that follows, I don't think it's worth it long term. Um, so I, I, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but I mean, is it, 
I have hope, hopefully, that, you know what I mean, like, uh, Gianni brought it up, too. This is, goes to the greater message that uh, J. Cole was talking about, you know, about medicating. He, he was saying people self-medicate. It's okay to, you know, smoke weed. That's not that big of a deal. But when you start using other drugs and things of that nature that start to really take a, a toll on your mind, body, and spirit, it, I, I think the long-lasting effects of it, people don't really take into consideration as they're trying to heal or or mask or just deal with whatever it is that they're dealing with in their personal lives. Should fans, should we as fans take a little more responsibility within the climate of, of, of this turn up music? You mean by not supporting it? By not supporting it? No, I'm just saying like we, so us as consumers, we dictate what the market is. We dictate the music. So should we be taking more responsibility not, I'm not saying responsibility in their passing, but responsibility in the sense of where we are currently in the state of music. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I think that would go to Wilson's point. It's more so supporting it. I, I, I just don't, I, I don't know how that would work. You know what I mean? Like, think about how much music you would have to stop supporting or, or not listening to or whatever the case may be because of the consumption of it. And while that, I think it makes sense, I just don't know that enough people care that much because... Uh, like like we say on the show all the time, people just honestly care about the music. They, they don't really ever care about the artists and their struggles, right? Like how many artists have we had on this platform that have often talked about, uh, and not even just Royce, like even Red and Meth and all of them, like they all, when we, they even talked about even venturing off from just traditional marijuana, they was like, oh, no, no way, no, we know what that is. Where there's other kids, it's like, yo, we've had guests on the show <laughs> come on inebriated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to shout anybody out, but there's been plenty of times where it's so embedded into the culture where it, it, it's like, damn, how do you, how do you maneuver around it? Brandon, I have a question for you because you've worked with artists that have gone through certain things and... A lot of fans don't see that. I mean, they see it, but they either, like you said, they just kind of ignore it and just focus on the music, or they don't fully kind of grasp it. Like, for you, how how is it to experience, you know, seeing a friend who has a music career or, or has an influential career that many people know about and having to help them navigate? Because it's like you want to help them, but... People at the end of the day will only help them, like will themselves. only get the help when they are ready to want to help themselves. Yeah. So what what was that situation for you, seeing someone that you know struggling and then having them in the limelight at the same time and 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 just seeing all of that kind of come about? I mean, unfortunately enough, I've been exposed to it, right? Like all of Slaughterhouse was was at one point just doing all different types of shit, right? They all had their vices between pills, drinking, drugs, like it. it it's hard to watch. It's almost like watching loved ones deteriorate. And even though you, you try to help or, or try to do certain things, at certain points, you won't get through to them. Through to them, And that could be from their own doing, right? Like me and Joe got into a bunch of fights about just his drug use at, at a certain point where, you know, there it just gets to the point where it's like, damn, well, he's got to want to change. And then once he changes, it's like, yo, you know, it, it's not an issue. Like, I understand, but I was dealing with something. But to watch a person kind of do it and knowing that they're meant for greater and knowing that they're possibly stunting their own growth and not even musically, career-wise, just them as a person, like how they can impact the world, it's a it's a scary thing. Yeah. Like, even now when I think about certain moments, you know, it, it's just like, damn, like that, this could have really went completely left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... It's a scary thing. Like it, 
I, I think I, I even still to this day, I think once you're you're an addict or you have some sort of a vice as heavy as as certain people have had in the past, it's you, I think for your 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 core or or your 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 circle, I think there's always that fear, right? Like there's always that concern. But in the same token, you look at it like, well, you know, what what can you do? Like a lot of times people will hide it or, or run around. You'll never know. Yeah. Like for, for a long time, a lot of people that I, I was around in, 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 in music, they were they were on all different types of shit. And a lot of times you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like they masked yeah. it well. They 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 you would hear bits and pieces or you would see it, but even when you're seeing it, like like Royce drinking, Royce would wake up in the morning and and literally drink on tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you would see it and just be like, damn, he's wildin'. But you would never put it together like this is a problem. Yeah. Like this is this is something major. Thankfully, obviously, he knew it was a problem and, and, and kind of adjusted yeah. and, and, and got help or whatever. Shout but. out to him. He's been sober for like, more than five years. It's more than five years. More than five years. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. when we interviewed him. He, he was at the yeah, five yeah, or six yeah. year mark. Yeah, it's got to be around. I know. I know the his. I think his date is like September thirteenth. I think it's. His, I don't know yeah. why I remember that, but um, the the date just stuck out to me. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough thing. In short, it really, really is a tough thing. It's one of those things where you know you're powerless, and and because you're powerless, you, you try to do things to try to not be powerless, which then makes the situation way worse. Like, yeah. there's things I've done where it's like, it. I tried to make the situation better, and it didn't help. Yeah. Now, now, now knowing how, like, the drug use really manipulates a person's mind, and we're not talking like, we're talking like real drugs, like Percocets, like real, real shit, or even yeah. alcohol. Like, talking to someone, I don't know if you guys have ever really, really tried to talk to someone that was belligerently drunk, meaning, like, you... you you could see it that nothing is re resonating as you're speaking to them. It's a it's a challenging thing when you care so much about these people, yeah. and then you put them up on on such a high pedestal because you've worked with them, or you could be a fan of them, or you 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 have some sort of connection. And knowing that you just can't do anything, it is really, 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 really tough. I, there's no other way to describe it. It's it almost heartbreaking. No, as as someone who has a, has two daughters, how is it for you to kind of deal with like the influences i mean obviously they're too they're very young right now but right. they're gonna get to the point where music like this certain cultural aspects of turning up and etc is, is going to be something that they're going to be around because it doesn't matter how much you shelter kids they're going to see it whether on the internet or whether yeah. via their friends so for you like how does it feel to like having to navigate that or even think about having to navigate that scene with your kids tell them the truth you know end up on the street I mean, that, that's real. I'm sitting here thinking, trying to put my thoughts together in a nice way without cursing and using, you know, very nice words. But aside from Juice World, people who make these choices, it's hard for me to kind of sit there and say it's the responsibility of the label or the responsibility of the friends. I feel bad for the man's family because they're the ones that are affected. You know, his, his problems are over. Everybody else's is now beginning. Mm -hmm. With that being said, the way I would approach my daughters is, the, this is one of two things is going to happen. You, either you're going to be able to control whatever you're doing for, for, for a minute, and then once you continuously use it, it it's going to become you. Mm. Or you can just not do it. You can learn from other people's mistakes around you. I wouldn't lie to my daughter and say, like, well, I didn't drink, and I didn't do this, and I didn't do this. This is what I did. And this how this is how it turned out for me. 
Mm-hmm. I can't sit there and, and say like, oh, it's the you know, back to your the original thing well you were talking about when it's the responsibility of the label. So you're an adult. You have to make an adult choice. We can't keep hiding around, well, everybody else has to look out for you. You have to look out for yourself. In Islam, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but you have your body has rights over you. You have to take that responsibility on. That's deep, by the way. Not to cut you off. That is, I'm, that's deep. What? That your body has a right over you. I fully believe that. Yeah. I'll explain why, but that's he, a really good point. But yeah, I, like, I mean, I don't want to get on the soapbox again. But no, no, no. Go ahead. I want to see where going. you're going. I want to Everything, see where you're going. like in Islam, say everything's going to talk talk uh, about you or against you on the day of judgment or Yom Kayama, right? Everything, every from the fly you swatted to the gnat or the ant you stepped on to your body to everything. Everything will speak and say, well, this is what the, this person did. Now, with that in the back of my mind, I have to say, dog, you're an adult. You sh- Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't take too much. And I understand that people have problems. People, when they grew up, they were abused or they, they felt like, you know, the world was against them. You, the world doesn't feel sorry for you. The world, the world doesn't. It, the world keeps going. If you have good friends around you, like Brandon and Wilson and Aaron, G, Bam, if you have people around you who care for you, you should stop and listen to them. But at some point, I have to stop talking. My cousin is on the corner back in Mount Vernon getting punked for alcohol. That that's not a joke. That's, he's really getting punked by some people around him who take his, his little welfare check and spend it on Colt 45. If I go to him and say, yo, me and my other, my, my older cousin Wayne, if I want, if we want to hit the street and say like, yo, we can tell these dudes to, to stop, and you cursing me, then I'm gonna let them dudes do whatever they want. Yeah. I'm not gonna keep going there and saying like, oh, come here, let me help you. You're an adult, but bro, you're 45, you're almost 50 years old. I, I, want, I want to preface this by saying too though, Keep in mind, I had, I just had this conversation uh, over the weekend, literally about some some family shit. But keep in mind that it is a sickness too. Yeah. Like it is a sickness. It's alcoholism, drug addiction. It really is a sickness. Like if you've ever, I've gone to uh, NA meetings. I've 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 seen it. Like and and talking to these people. Like even Joe's mom is is a big advocate of it. She goes to all the ceremonies. She supports everyone. I think she's a counselor at a whole nine. But even going to some of her anniversary ceremonies and seeing these people really fighting their demons, like getting up on that podium and saying, yo, I literally almost broke <laughs> and I'm scared. Like you, you you break for them. You know what I mean? Like it's a tough thing. So I always try to just keep that piece in mind yeah. until it's it, until it's no longer rational for me to even, you know, kind of deal. But that's also where I said that there has to be like at the end of the day, for you to get better, it goes back to what I said. Like, you have to want to get better yeah. in order to get better. Yeah. But also, like, there's some people that it's it's an illness. They're they're too deep in the into the depression. They're trying to figure out, like, you know, I've I've dealt with depression and anxiety, and sometimes like it really feels like water's up to your neck, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to get out of it. You're trying, yeah. but you don't know how to get out of it. And then sometimes some people like they want that relief. They just want at least a minute or an hour of not feeling it so heavy. So that's why they take the drugs or alcohol just for a second to yeah. just have some relief from it because you're mm-hmm. living with it every single day. Yeah. So there is some responsibility on the labels and those around them because if you see someone who if you see someone you you know who you love who you care for or who is a 
I hate to say a prized commodity because labels, that's what artists are to them. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna, if you see them drowning and drowning and drowning, at some point you gotta figure out how can I get them out. Like you say, you you can't always help those who may not want to be helped. You can't always, but at least there has to be something that needs to be placed or done in order to keep to them keep alive it. or to do something. That's why there has to be responsibility on those around them. There has to be responsibilities on the label. And even as fans, like it's our responsibility not to, and, and it, it may be hard, but we have to take some responsibility in the fact that we are we are uh, romanticizing and making popping mollies and yeah. lean and drinking all this stuff like, oh yeah. yes, it's great. And people die young. Oh, he died a legend and a martyr. Like we gotta stop this. Tell yeah. them the, the, the truth. I'm sorry. Well, no, nah, it's all good. Tell them the truth. You just died young. You didn't die a, a martyr. You're not gonna die a legend. But the fans. I'm but saying. The, but sometimes but the, fans the fans are place that they they don't place that on themselves. Sometimes the fans and, after place it on them. Not all, but some. Yeah, and that's not to cut you off, but that's where the confusion comes into play. He is 100 percent right. A lot of times, people that pass that have passed gruesomely. They're, they're more so mourned positively because of their death, not realizing that they should be really focusing in on, in on why this person uh, committed suicide or why they overdosed on drugs or why they were even... Anything has happened. You get what I'm saying? Like, they place more emphasis on, oh, my God, this person was a legend. He, he packed, impacted so many people. But, okay, if he's impacting all these people, why does he feel the need to, to go a different route and, and, and lean on substance? Like, it's... It's a really fragile, fragile thing. And some, yeah, and listen, and, and when I say take responsibility, I'm not saying that there aren't people that don't try and help. I just oh, want yeah, to make definitely. that very yeah, clear. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There are people that try, and sometimes you can try your hardest, and you just you can't help everyone. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's unfortunate. It's sad that if we could help get everyone out of their addiction, that would be wonderful because it's yeah. it's hard to see someone go through that. It's hard to see someone go through depression where literally they want don't want to even get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that like we need to do more in order to help these situations. We need to do more in, in order to stop that. And I also think one thing that we could do better is stop making talking about depression, mental health, such a bad thing. Yeah. Especially in the black community, it's like mental health. You don't have mental health. Go go, go, go sleep or, or go figure it out. Like we have to figure out how, especially within the black community, how to stop making conversations about mental health. A bad thing, oh, uh, if you're depressed, oh, make it seem like, oh, you're weak. Like there's certain things that, we could start to improve and help those by working on some of the things that I think that, especially within our community, are looked upon as bad, which is contributing to a lot of these other problems that we're starting to see. Yeah. And especially mental health in general. I think mental health in general is getting better in terms of people talking about it, but it's not, like, people don't quite understand it. They don't understand, like, there's a difference between, like, you know, having a mental breakdown versus seasonal depression versus, like, a more clinically depressed, you know, state and just all these different things. And... Like, even for example, like, I have a family member, I'm not going to say who specifically, but I had a family member who was manic depressive. Mm -hmm. And we could all tell, and we were trying our best to help. And finally, they realized, and now they got help. It's a whole different person. Mm -hmm. But, like, sometimes people don't realize the things that uh, these artists or these people do is not them. It's the illness. It's the the addiction. It's these other things that are making them do some of these things. Exactly. That if they didn't deal with those, they wouldn't be doing. Yeah. And they wouldn't be the person that you're you you have this dismay towards. You know what I'm saying? Like to your point, your family member got help and now they're back to just being who, who you knew them to be. So I think that's really, really important. Are you gonna say something? Yeah, we'll say something. Oh well I mean to your point, you know, 
you, you would think that the labels would step in at some point because it would be in their best interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of weird that they kind of just seemingly sit back, don't don't try to recommend help or anything like that. But that's the thing. It, 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 as weird as that may sound, right? Yeah. It's that's not the business of the music business. Oh yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? The music yeah. business is is about you. You are a ticket. They they figure the drugs. Yeah. The, the, the drugs might be seasoning the, the music. See, you better believe it. Yeah. Why, why am I Why am I going to uh uh you know be Why am I going to be on you if I if you feel like it's making great music and the label is doing well and we're we're reaching all of our budgets and and, yeah. and we're not ending up in the red. We're we're in the black. Yeah. Why? Why would I stop that if I'm if I'm a label? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and that's how these people think. They don't they don't really care about not the all yeah. not all not Let's all labels, but for the most part, like y- y'all don't find it odd that record labels don't provide healthcare. <laughs> like every other corporation, for, Fortune 500 corp, uh, companies offer healthcare. Why do, do you know music labels not? They offer mm. artists uh, money, budgets, fucking uh, marketing. Everything else but healthcare. It's are, they just, can, are they artists considered private contractors? But even if they're considered private contractors, I just feel like art, without artists, think about it, without artists, labels don't exist. What do labels do, respectfully? They find other artists to replace the to artists replace that the, they have. That's, that's my point. But question, why has any artist, I don't know if any artist has done this, has any artist tried to like negotiate having healthcare benefits and certain things within their contracts? I think I, I think there is some sort of music healthcare offered out there. Um, this dude that I know, he's a producer. And I think he had mentioned like um, after you have like a certain amount of accolades or something like that, like you qualify for some type of healthcare underneath like, that's like being like a music producer or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think there know. is something out there, but nothing. But that would be something like I would like, especially if you're someone who's getting millions and millions and millions of views. Yeah. Like XXX was making millions and millions of, of, of plays and stuff, mm. views before he was even signed. So it's just like, I don't know. I always wonder, like, maybe, maybe it's just, just not understanding like certain. I mean, lack of knowledge that mm-hmm. may be going to play. But I wonder if, like, there are artists, and I would love to know if anyone knows an artist that has negotiated certain things like health benefits and, yeah. and, and certain things that typically aren't negotiated within their the only, contracts. The only person I know that negotiated anything outside of music was uh, Roxanne Shante. She uh, negotiated education, and that's why she, she has her doctorates. That's dope. So paid for, for her to go to school. Yeah, and they thought she was going to stop at, like, college. Oh, I didn't out, know. She came out years ago. Yeah, well, I'm false. wrong. Okay. That, that would have been, been fire, though. That, that, that would have been, been, been fire, though. He said it was a victory story that was told for a while. Sorry, I'm about to repeat because I can't. No, no, I, I dig it. I, listen, man, I was wrong. I thought I was under the impression that she negotiated. I, that was dope. But even still, but you lied. someone should, someone can re- re- negotiate that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, would, I would like to know. Uh, if if anybody knows if, if even if that's offered, I, I would just be curious to know. Because I mean, just, they, I mean, players like, uh, and I say players because I'm also considering athletes because they mm-hmm. they also have those things. Artists and athletes, I know some of them negotiate in terms of like helping to like get like money in advance to help with the parents' down yeah. payment for their houses yeah. and cars and stuff like that. But I wonder if like someone has to like negotiate like, hey, I want you to pay for or, or get the money for my like siblings' college education mm-hmm. or health benefits. Or yeah. uh, I know some of them work on, you know, the ones who have really great agents get like stock and mm-hmm, all that yeah. stuff and investments and, and et cetera. But I wonder, like, if there's any artists like young starting out that 
has negotiated a deal where it's like, because especially when like, especially if it, your first contract is not always your best contract, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like always like figure out like how can I make the best out of this contract? Yeah. Where I'm not blowing my money and I have some long term um, investments or long term benefits. All still while looking like a rapper. While also looking like a rapper. You know? Like, you know that this early death isn't just uh, hip hop. It's rock. It's, 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 it's all, yeah, it's it's all, all genre. Yeah, of yeah, music. we're talking. Yeah. yeah, the way I'm speaking, I'm not talking about just hip hop. I'm just because I'm, we're bass and hip yeah. me, I'm bass and hip hop. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. But. This is across the board. Like yeah, the two yeah. earliest people I could think of is Janis Joplin and uh, Janis Joplin yeah. and, and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, but uh, more so recently. It's yeah, we're talking about recently. Yeah, yeah, right now it's think about it. It's well, at an all time high. Like well, I was looking me, at a list that came out. And that's I, because I, while you look up the list, that yeah. in, in my opinion, again, hip hop is reaching that those teen years. Hip hop is relatively young compared to rock. That goes back to our yeah. discussion before about who's selling more. Rock has been a lo- around longer. So, yeah, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but check out this list of artists that that we lost this decade. Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle, uh, Fredro Santana, XXX, Peep, Prodigy, Smoke Dog, Jimmy Whoop, uh, Speaker Knockers, I don't know, I'm not sure where that is, Lil Snoop, uh, L.A. Capone, Capital Steez, Nate Dogg, ASAP, damn, damn, Nate Dogg did die this century. Fuck. Um, ASAP Yam, Shorty Low, Bankroll, and, and Guru. And, and now, well, yeah, but those are uh, a couple of, of those dudes were natural causes. Yeah, those are illnesses. No, I, I violence know. and drugs. But, I know, but yeah, but we lost a lot. I'm just saying, just think, I'm talking. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, 2019 was the year of the Reaper. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like when you look at this list, is insane. Yeah. This list is nuts. It's it's yeah, cra- uh, it's uh, it's crazy. It's unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Um, but like even some of the things that, even some of the, the I guess the conversations around the passings from. You know, we've had conversations about when people go back and help their their city and like the safety issues with that, yeah. uh, putting more of a focus uh, in terms of health and, and, and awareness for mental health and et cetera, whether it's for those who die from illnesses and et cetera. There's it's unfortunate that, you know, all the all these young talented people are passing. And I think there's a greater conversation to be had mm-hmm. um, around all this and not and I wouldn't say greater conversation in the sense of just like. You know, unfortunately, like, we're all going to die one day. I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, why, and I think that, that. No, just because some uh, not everyone can handle death well. Oh. Yeah. And I say that, you know, because some, some people may hear it and get, and everyone has different triggers, right? So that's why I, I wanted to just say that quickly. But yeah. I think that these 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 passings, it's unfortunate. And, and rest in peace and, and condolences to their, their families and stuff. And it, I think that now, like, we need to have these conversations about the health aspect. Yeah. We have, like, uh, renowned uh, artists who are passing from, like, cancer or something like that or, or drug use or mental health. I think that there, there's a greater conversation around, like, how can we work to improve these things, the health benefits, the, the awareness around mental health, the discussion around that, mm-hmm. the cultural impacts of the things that we are putting focus on more so than others. I think that right now is just kind of like a re, we should be reevaluating for the next decade and how we can improve the current environment that we're in and the current conversations that we're having surrounding things that people are, are, are continuously dying from. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely it's definitely unfortunate. Um so again, prayers, condolences to everyone that was lost. Um, on on a lighter note, though, while we talk about mental health and just trying to change 
the content and substance. Snoop just, uh, it just came out recently that Snoop Dogg is actually going to drop a lullaby album, um, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm wondering what that will encompass. Um, I wonder what that, I wonder what that content will be like. <laughs> That was a crazy segue. <laughs> it, it, I, well, I mean, we we had a whole conversation yeah. about Switching just, gears. about yeah, just yeah, yeah. substance. <laughs> so I mean, what, lullaby album. I mean, Snoop Dogg can do whatever. That's Honestly, what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, he can do whatever. He's also like now going to be a, a commentator in the new NHL video game. Yeah, like, like he has a show in Martha Stewart. Oh, this smart. is a guy who literally went from <laughs> from gangster rap. Now to being beloved in everyone's household, cooking everyone food. knows cooking, doing reggae, lullaby, video games. Like he's just he in terms of like finding celebs that can easily transition to different industries. Like he is the perfect example yeah, of how to how to do these switcheroos and still stay yourself at the end of the day. That's the most important thing. He's really the godfather. Like he's a dog father, uh, correct? I, I know, but I'm saying he's like the godfather of hip hop. He's one of those people that you just never know <laughs> what he's gonna come out with, and it's always very intuitive. Like remember when he did the show with with Martha Stewart? I think it's still doing that show. I'm, I'm assuming, but when that first came out, it was like, wait, what? Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg? Like this? Yeah, Martha Stewart is real. I, I, well, well, yeah, she we know that. And she, did, and, she, and she did a bid. <laughs> she, she, she made a comment. She did a stint. Snoop Dogg put up a picture of Takashi Six Nine. And so, you know, something about snitching. And you know who commented under that? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. 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 What'd she say? No snitching. Yeah. <laughs> no snitching. I mean, that's real, though. She did, like, she that's did real. the year for not telling, man. Yeah, that's yeah real. she didn't snitch. I got to huh? give it to her. That's real. What'd you say? That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. She did it. You yeah. can't make that up. Like, that's yeah. that's great. I mean, she didn't snitch. Yeah. Yo, look how versatile he's been throughout his career, though, He's hip-hop. Like, like, when you watch, like, when he first started with just straight gangster rap, who would have thought he would be making a lullaby album? He said he didn't. He said that image that Death Row portrayed him. He didn't. He didn't really like that. That whole beef. Yeah. He said, "Yo, I like the East Coast. I like New York. So I wanted to mess with them dudes." He said, "This has always been me." Yeah. But who? You're right. Who would have thought? Just saying, man. Yeah. Reggae. He's done, he also did like an R&B album, yo, right? He's done everything. <laughs> like really he think really about has it. done everything. Sensation. Hey. Yo, everything he's done. And also thinking about it, like the, for, for as much weed that guy smokes, I couldn't like if you think about the image that he had for Death Row Records, like he he. I, I, I can't see him beefing really because he'll be so, so high chill. chill. Like yeah, he so is chill. just so chill. Now I, I did see him turn up on an interviewer when he lost his uh, Gangster Gaming League thing. She was like, mm. "How did it feel? Like how was it to lose?" He was like, "What the fuck are you asking that question for? How do you <laughs> think it is to lose? Like it was whole, it, it was yeah, hilarious." Yeah, little moments of like, "Yo, don't. I ain't gonna lie. If you get Snoop mad as ma- the amount of weed that he smoked, nah. you gotta be. You had to have done some stupid shit. Snoop like, definitely has a temper though. Like you, you can see it." Are you, you going up? Are you, you going up as rolling baby boy? I hope you're not going up for baby. I'm boy. just saying. Nah, he did do in an there. interview in Europe when the dude was like, "Yo, you came late," and he looked over. He said, "I'm here now." <laughs> but he said it with way more curses. Like, I don't even think now. he can get high anymore. Honestly, you think so? You think he just smokes? How high just do you no. think he can get? No, he can get high. You I think saw so? it. I saw it firsthand. He can get high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but like he changes cool. like personality. Like he was wise. in the interview. He's like, "What to do?" Baby. <laughs> like you can see it. I was laughing so hard. I, he's one of the very few people who can hot box like a three, four story room. Like, who? All right, I got. And, I was, and I was freaking in that room, and I was just, I was, I can't lie. Right, I yeah. was high just being in that room. Contact. I have hot box the whole. I have place. a question for you now. What? 
You you've been in two hot box situations now. You've oh, been, Lord, you've, been yes. <laughs> you've been you've been you've been in one hot box. Yes. Well, we red all, we, and meth. Red and meth. We all were in the hot box. I was that not shit. there. Yeah. Well, not you. But <laughs> you. So who do, who do you think would survive the hot box war if there was a war? Definitely not me. Be a word. That was I. Definitely not me. Gosh, I was trying to remember my questions. Word. There. Uh, who would? I don't. A smoke-a-thon, a, a smoke-off. Uh, to be honest, I would love to see that. I would love to see a smoke-a-thon with Red and Meth, Snoop and Wiz. Yeah. Because Ooh, they all, they Dang. all can handle it. Like, I'm just going to skip over the old white man with the red bandana, Willie Nelson. No, you, Willie Nelson. No, no. Did you, you not know, see? You do know that Snoop, Snoop Dogg said Willie Nelson was the only person that could outsmoke him. He's retired, though. Yeah, he we, already we said he doesn't smoke yeah, anymore. He just consumes who? edibles. Who, it Willie came Nelson? out recently. Yeah. yeah. Because there was, there was like news going around saying that he was smoking again. And I think like his son or whatever, they were like, no, he doesn't smoke. He retired from smoking and smoking marijuana. Yeah. Now all he does is, is ingest it. Edibles are worse. Because he can't get high. Edibles are worse. Yeah, he edibles. can't get high from smoking anymore. Edibles are different though. See, so, yeah, let me get a couple little brownies. <laughs> let, me, let me get a little brown, little brown. But yeah, yeah. Willie, okay, Willie can be like the uh, he could be like the referee for it. Yeah, yeah. He could be something. Who do you think would win? I'm know, curious. I don't want to be anywhere near that. I don't know, man. I'm gonna be like, yo, that's my house. <laughs> it's Brandon's house. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like. I would have to be like in another room watching it via yeah, camera yeah. because them alone in one room, like it doesn't matter how high the ceilings are. It, that whole thing's gonna be hot box. Yeah. Like it could be a five story room. That's still gonna be smoked out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you'd survive that. No, I would not survive <laughs> that. No, I know I wouldn't survive. I'm just saying. I, I, like, You're that, gonna pass out on the couch. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a lot. That's That'd a be lot. a good way to go, boy. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna die. You're, you're really gonna just pass. <laughs> take me to the hospital. Yeah, we're just take me. Some people, I, no, but there are some people that like after edibles, they definitely felt like they were gonna die. I, mean, oh, I think Redman, Redman yeah, said that. Yeah, I've seen some trippy shit. I've, seen, I've, <laughs> I've never heard the stories overdosing on marijuana. Oh no, I've seen it. I've seen it live in action. I never <laughs> I never told y'all that story. Oh my god. Long story short, a friend of mine was doing edibles or whatever and just really really long story short. You remember uh in in the movie uh, Wolf on Wall Street where he took the the uh the ludes and he was crawling. He was like I'm trying to get to the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine that happened to but she was trying to open the car door. But she was at the trunk. <laughs> you sm super smacked. Like she was like over the car, leaning like this, like I'm trying to open the door. And I'm like, fam, you're at the trunk. I'm like, MP, get her. Get what's Jesus. happening right now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some wild trips. Super smacked. Yeah, I've seen it. So, um, all right, but moving on, moving on. <laughs> Snoop Dogg lullaby. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Cuz? <laughs> trying to go to sleep, Cuz? Yeah, I'm so curious to hear what it's. Put sounds your baby like, sleep, Cuz. It's probably gonna be fire. I think it's gonna be fire, but what is a, a Snoop lullaby? <laughs> like, really? Play for your kids now? No. Yeah. Snoop definitely has that, that. He has that very like I wouldn't say like monotone voice, but very like soothing voice. Even when he talks, like when he yeah. gets excited, it changes. But for the most part, it's just kind of like everything he says is like right here. Monotone, just I, right I, here. It's on the same level. You cons consistently high. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, man. What's it's up? a vibe. It's hey, a vibe. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Um, so it's like a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> well, well, in trailer world, ladies and gentlemen, a bunch of trailers came out this weekend. Some teasers and some trailers. Uh, two being uh, Black Widow uh, teaser came out, which was for me very underwhelming, and then um, Black 
and black black Twitter. Um, <laughs> I don't know the where black, black Twitter. Yeah, I don't, black I don't, Twitter I don't, I don't know where now. the black Twitter trailer Yo, came from. A black from. Twitter movie would be fire. It would, <laughs> it would definitely be better than the Facebook movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, I meant to uh, say Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four uh, trailer we just watched, which looked which looked really really good. Yo, the my only my only gripe with the the Wonder Woman trailer, like we were talking about early, is just that uh, this guy. What's the name? The the, the boyfriend's name. Steve, Steve, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. Yeah, Steve. he's he's apparently back in the 1984 movie, and I don't know how I feel about that because again, his his the point of him in the first movie was to kill him off to do character development for well, Wonder Woman. We don't know exactly what he is. We don't know if he was cloned. We don't know. Like we don't yeah, exactly know I, yet. I know, but they better not do like like what Power does, where they bring back uh, Angela in these in these premonitions. Like now, the spirit <laughs> is just walking. With Wonder Woman, like that, don't be corny. Like, let his you sacrifice. Like, you didn't like Angela coming back? <laughs> no, that, I hate that, it. That would be whack. That would be bad. That's whack. For the first three seasons, where you start to see, like, you know, uh, Ghost have a, a conscious, or, or first three episodes rather, where you start to see her come back. I'm like, all right, cool. But to now have her still being a reoccurring thing. I, I really hope that they don't do that with That's Wonder Woman. That's playing with him, man. They That's fun. Yeah, let her get a check, man. Yeah, they need to bring Rolla back. Oh, well, no. Yeah, I, yo, I saw Lola. <laughs> did, 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 uh, we're totally off. Did y'all see Rolla in, in the... It's like a Snuggies commercial. It's like, oh, my God, there's Rolla. He's alive. <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> I liked Rolla. I thought he was a good actor. Rolla was his but, man, man. Yeah, that's but, what they needed to bring I'm a little bit uh, nervous with Black Widow. Why? Well, that's that's what I really wanted to get well, to. Well, also because the storyline, like the fact that her and Hawkeye were like more like brotherly, sisterly love when they're supposed to actually be like love, love. Well, that changed. And then changed. also like I want to know, like I just hope that they don't change her story too much because people really don't know about Black Widow, period. Like I know a lot of people that like when they're watching, they're like, Black Widow movie? Why they have wait, why they doing a movie on Black Widow? What's going on with Black Widow? I'm like, you have to leisure. watch. Yeah, there, there's a lot. She's a government Russian agent or whatever. <laughs> yeah, KGB. And, and KGB. Then she and, and the, left and then like went on the USA side. Yeah, and yeah. then that's how Doesn't like her and Hawkeye. Yeah, so this yeah. takes place. Well, this is, uh, I think it's when she's is, like training. Yeah, she's this training is after. A, this is the in between. Between, this, after right? the, this is after the uh, Infinity War, yeah. going into Endgame. So this is what what happens where where you see them uh, kind of everyone breaking up. Where she's now got the red hair and, and, and running militant, and this guy is running around uh, as a. I'm having a brain fart. Not black. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye turns into who? I can't. Ro- think. Ronan. 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 Where, where Ronan is being Ronan. I'm assuming they're gonna all put that together and give us the backstory as to how he got there. They're going, they going to Budapest. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, but. Uh, for me, the the and again, I, I know it's a teaser. I had a whole big argument with someone. I was like, "Yeah, the teaser was underwhelming." And the guy was like, "Well, do you know what teaser means?" I was like, "Yes, I know what teaser means, <laughs> asshole." I'm just saying that I've seen some really good teasers, and that for me was very underwhelming. After Civil War, but before Infinity. After oh, Civil, after Civil War, War before, before I'm sorry, I got it. But they're gonna do flashbacks to her early days as well. Yeah. Which this we is why Marvel just fumbled, right? If you would have put this, if this movie would have came out. Last year, where Captain Marvel is, then her death would have been more impactful in Endgame. That's just it. I think her death was impactful regardless. No, man, it would have been, I would have cried. I Yo, if she doesn't die, they don't win that battle. I know, but I'm saying Captain Marvel, we did not need Captain Marvel. Cap, let's be honest. Captain Marvel was the weakest out of all of the Marvel movies, right? <laughs> well, Captain Marvel sucked ass. Nobody needed that movie. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Out of all, can, I would, look at the whole, all 20 movies. Captain Marvel was not needed. Yeah, but you needed Captain Marvel to come in and be that 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 
Yeah, you just wanted glue. to show up. Yeah, like you needed that. <laughs> yes. At the end? Yeah, that's... It, yeah, because it would have been way more impactful. Then you bring her into her solo movie. But you still got to do an origin movie regardless. No, you don't have to. Why not? I, I didn't need to... First of all, the way uh, Nick Fury lost his eye with the cat... Oh, oh, yeah, yes. that was, yeah. I hated that. Yeah, that's I hated. How, I hated that. I hated. That. How, I hated that. But <laughs> come on, man. But I mean, a character as strong as that wasn't a normal cat, though. Yeah, <laughs> debatable. Cats are cats are really like that in real cats life. But that's a whole another thing. I don't know. Really speaking, Captain Marvel sucked compared to the other Marvel movies. I think also it's good that they didn't put the Black Widow yet because it actually caused a lot of non-Marvel fans to be like, wait. Who, what's her backstory? Yeah. Who is she? And it will hype it up a lot more. I think that because in the previous ones, it wasn't really a focal point on her. Mm-hmm. If they put it out, I don't think it would be, it would get as much viewing and attention as it is now. Because yeah. now people are actually intrigued about going to go and watch it. I get, I get that too. I think you, you think about the lineup of the, the movies that came out. She would be, she wouldn't be the strongest. Like, I think she would get lost in the shuffle. I think that they probably had plans to do it and then saw or didn't foresee like uh, uh, Black Panther taking off the way that it did. Then, then uh, Spider-Man movie doing extremely well. Like you would get lost in the shuffle, and then God forbid that Black Widow movie is not as strong as they would like for it to be. And then she died. And you're then, like, yeah, wow. And that something was happens. Now you're like, <laughs> damn. You have you have a good run of all these movies, and then you have that one bad one, and and that's the one that's supposed to be. Giving you character development to that, set up that these was next Captain phases. Marvel. That was ex- that's exactly what happened to Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel wasn't necessarily like, even though like there was a focal point on him. I think it was just more so of an easy way to transition every single character into what was going on. And and because like if you had all these separate movies and there wasn't one movie or one person that was the glue between everyone, it would have been people. We have to we have to think from it as people from the perspective of people who do not look at Marvel comic books. Yeah, like, yeah. they would have got lost. They would have no idea what was going on with anything. And at mm-hmm. least with Captain Marvel, with patriotism, that's something that at least they can understand. Yeah. And then having and then having a movie where, like, the characters are being introduced via him, it keeps them the focal point there, and it's easier for non-comic book people to follow and understand because they would have got lost. And even if they even if they did individually and did it like how the comic books did, they would have got lost. Yeah, I Like, agree. even now, some people are still asking questions like, wait, wait, so... Ant-Man's important? Like, wait, I don't, under- I don't understand. Why was he, like, the most important? They still are yeah, they asking still that question. Yeah. The character development is, 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 is crucial. And I think it's, at some point, you have to get char- character development. And how do, you, how do they get that extra oomph in, in uh, Endgame, that, that, that one person that still embodies justice and all these things? If Cap is out, they don't even know where he is. Iron Man wants nothing to do with with the the beef currently. He's he's on some. Listen, I have my wife, I have my kid. This is heaven for me. And then everyone else is all over the place. You need that one character to be the glue that is strong and gives these people hope. The 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 person that needed to see Captain Marvel uh, uh, more than anything else was Thor. Thor was binging. He was drinking. <laughs> like he didn't even care. The moment he saw someone strong in the building, he said, "Okay, no, I like this woman. Yeah, yeah. This, all right. Maybe we have some hope." <laughs> and and for her to be like, uh, "All right, I'm leaving." They're like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go kill Thanos. Like I'm not playing around with y'all. Y'all over here playing. Like I'm I'm here to get busy. <laughs> like you needed that character to set up the powerhouse. And I think they did a good job. Did you saw drinking after. No, he was he was belligerent drunk. Yeah, but that was after they killed him, right? They took over his head. He destroyed. No, him, destroyed no, his he was he was drunk 
going there. He was probably drunk in that fight. <laughs> like he was, no. he was inebriated, swinging the axe, <laughs> missing and shit. No, what do you mean? Took, after they took off his head. Am I bugging G? Am I bugging? He was depressed beforehand. Yeah, beforehand, he was already in a stoop. He thought he stopped him, but he still snapped. So he was yeah. even more sad afterwards. And that's yeah. when he got the belly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. <sighs> Chris Hemsworth getting the belly. Oh, that made me so sad. Take the belly away, please. <laughs> for all of us women who are watching. Well, I was happy. He has abs, I don't. So I was, I was happy he had Even with the belly, he can mess up every single person in this room. So, um, you know. I don't think I think I could take him. I don't think he has hands. Yeah, I think I could take him. Oh, no, I'm talking about Thor. I'm not talking about actual Chris. Oh, like real Chris. Because oh, yeah, yeah. real Chris, the, he don't have that belly. Yeah, you could yeah. tell that that was a very fake belly. Yeah, it was computer generated. Yeah, but I don't think Chris Helmsworth has hands like that. You don't think so? You never know. His hands is in the basement. You never know. I feel like he's the kind of person who would like take like, like karate or some no. some yeah, he's stuff. Probably. Like go beyond his, go into other cultures and stuff. Fact: like If that. Lupe could be a, a full-on ninja on Instagram, <laughs> anybody, anything is possible. Big son. Du- listen, he is a samurai. Big dudes like that don't—they don't have to fight because most, for the mo- most part of their life, they've been bigger than everybody, so they don't have to really fight. Like LeBron James' hands is. Garbage. That's not true though. I know. I like even like uh like big security guards. You'll be surprised because yeah, I used to think they that ha- they have to fight. Because no, but even then, I'm, what I'm saying is, there's times where they go there thinking nobody gonna mess with us. Like we six foot something, and you'll be surprised how many people will try the big guy just to see if they can take him because he's the big guy. Yeah, and sometimes big guys are quick. Oh yeah. Well, I know some big quick guys. Like they're they're big, and you would never think that they move the Andy way that Ruiz, they move. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few people that are are very very big and can move extremely quickly, and you would never even think it. Ballerina toes. Yeah, you guys. You, you ever see big dudes with the crossovers? Yeah, I've seen it. Escalate. Some of the Ellis handles RB on Escalade? big dudes. It's it's kind of inappropriate. Well, <laughs> also, I mean, also some big dudes. <laughs> a big guy with a crossover. It's inappropriate. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Also some also some 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 big size physique guys. Uh, they. Got like they grew tall out of nowhere. Like they were short. Yeah. Like Anthony Davis was not that tall for most yeah. of his life, and then he just sprouted. That's why he has good handles. Mm-hmm. So just saying though, mm-hmm. just saying. Still waiting for my sprout. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's not. Maybe I don't know. Do they got like <laughs> yo? Do they got pills like that people try to sell? To, like be like, you take this, you get tall. <laughs> well, you know how they got the pills out there that says that you elongate, elongates uh, men in other a- aspects. Do you think they got pills that would like like increases like height? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You would ask Wilson. <laughs> there, there is. Do no they got them at the gas station, Wilson. <laughs> I think he could confirm. Well, only on the black market. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, God. that is fucking hilarious! All right, we're off this. Um, we're off. So 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 really quick. Uh, R. Kelly and Aaliyah news back in uh, the news. Unfortunately, Skip. so I mean, we reported out on this a while ago when when the. Um, when that uh, R. Kelly document came out, a uh, documentary came out. But recent news has, has confirmed that uh, R. Kelly, in fact, or it's been confirmed that he uh, used bribery to uh, marry Aaliyah, and and she was, I guess, the caretaker of all of these women that were going through this whole big thing. And now it's just now coming out between fake IDs, uh, bribed court uh, authorities. Um, and then also it came out that Aaliyah's music could potentially be on streaming uh, sites in 2020. So, what do you? I mean, 
y'all y'all already know how I feel about Robert. I, my my stance does not change. Cancel. On this. Yeah. All right, let's talk about her music. Yeah, I'm not um, I'm not really there. In with other her. news, water <laughs> also wet. <laughs> yeah, like I think I don't. This isn't a shock for anybody in this room. We said this a, a, a very very long time ago that we knew. When, when, when somebody of that stature has a, a significant amount of money, they could pretty much do anything. They're damn near untouchable, and obviously we, we've seen where that's led him. There's plenty of people um, who are, are still untouchable yeah. out my, here in these streets. My question to you guys, I, I was like 50-50. I was really, really excited to, to find out that it, there's a possibility that her music may be available in streaming services, right? But I'm 50-50 just because 50% of me is like, damn, I would love to just listen to Leah again, even though I have her music, right? That's fine. But then I think about the, the other aspect. Like, I think about where the music now takes me in listening to her. How do you guys feel about that? I love, Aaliyah, man. I love her music. I mean, there's certain music, there's certain songs I actually do try to avoid because I know that R. Kelly was behind it. Yeah. So I try to avoid them. Uh, but there are songs like later on her career uh, when she was starting to get into movies and everything like that. It's yeah. still good. I was a massive Aaliyah fan. So for me, I can like. Tell. I, 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 there were very few celebrities that like I was like distraught when they passed, and she was one of them. Where yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, and because um, she has, she had so much more. I feel like she, I feel like she was just beginning. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just boop. And that's always how and it happens, like, oh. man. I was why, very sad. Why wasn't her music on uh, streaming platforms to begin with? Her, her state uh, yeah, and her, her state. family. Yeah. Like if her state and her family do not want it out, um, but just why her, didn't they want it out? Because maybe they, they didn't, maybe they didn't that, want right? people to make money off of her yeah. legacy, you yeah. know? But they would have made money too, though, right? Maybe. Yeah, but sometimes it's, it's not about money. Yeah. Like, it's not about money. It's, it's not about anything. Like, I had this conversation, not to go back to Joe, but it, it was a, a Stack Bundles record. Um, it was a record that he was supposed to release, like, years ago called Chainsmoke. And on the hook of that record is, is Stack Bundles. It's probably, like, one of the last features that Joe ever got. And one day I asked, like, yo, why won't you release it? And he was like, no, it's not. It's not to be released anymore. Like, once Stack Bundles passed, he was like, nah, I'm not releasing no more. I'm like, why? He was like, just because that's that's the one piece of him that no one ever got to hear that I got to hear, and I want to keep that for me. Yeah. And I think a lot of families feel like that. They Especially Aaliyah's estate. You think about it. When there was rumors that... that um, Drake was gonna do a, a, a Aaliyah EP, and the uh, the estate stepped in. Now, mind you, Drake said, "Hey, that was never a thing. Like you guys made it a thing. I just made two records with Aaliyah samples, and you guys came at me. I never confirmed that, but for 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 the families, they were like, well, no. Like we we want her legacy to remain where it is. So that could Question. partially be the thing. Do you feel like part of the reason why her music's getting released now is because R. Kelly's getting out of here? Um, because I mean, I thought about it. I the the timing it. is very like it's I very interesting because he was he was behind some of her most popular songs, which means that if they put it out, he would make money from it still. And, well, so the timing seems interesting. And that and that was my thing. I know that he or he he may own a large portion of her publishing still to this day, especially now learning about all of. Uh, the legalities that he was able to get around between court documents, fake IDs, and all this other stuff. Yeah, his album I would, I would, huh? What is that? The album that he produced is out. No, no, no. That's the only one that you can no, find. No, they're saying though. all, yeah, all of, of it. Music. Yeah, all of it. But what I'm saying is, I wonder, and I, and this is pure speculation. I wonder if they are releasing it to help him because he's in a bad financial position to help him with his court documents between getting all different paying out all different types of court fees i wonder if someone in Aaliyah's family 
still may have a connection with them. Or, or maybe they're or, or releasing maybe, it because they know he's going to be out of here. Yeah, or maybe they know could he's going to be out. It could yeah. be the latter. It, it, we don't it, it, know. It but it's just, it's just interesting timing yeah. to see. Because that was a, that was a, her estate were like tight on Anybody they using hers, and they shut down, down a lot of stuff. <laughs> and then to get the news that it will be coming out in 2020, I don't know. I, I, listen, it's, it's just a theory. It's just a theory. It may not be accurate at all, but I just thought it was just interesting timing with just yeah. some of the stuff that's going on with R. Kelly, mm -hmm. and then the news of her of it being like we're probably get access to all of her music now. Can't wait. How, how do you think Timbaland feels? Timbaland went on a a. a a big rant for quite some time when he started seeing like verses come out. Same thing that happened with, uh, with, with Drake. He was one of the people that he stepped to Drake, like, yo, how are you going to make an, an Aaliyah album? And you didn't go through me. Uh, do you think that the family went through or got or needed or even needed to get Timbaland's blessing in order to even put this music out? Or you think they just did it just because they, they, they're, they're the estate. They can do what they want. I don't know. I mean, if it's records that he produced, then, you know, Common courtesy, you th you thinking? Yeah, like, absolutely. Hey, like like if she like if she recorded the vocals with him. With him. Yeah, why not? Well, I'm sure he did, but I'm, yeah. it, it now boils down to uh, rights, royalties, uh, and, and the estate managing that. So I'm 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 assuming maybe they probably didn't even have a need needed to have a conversation with him. I, I mean, you should kind of go through him because he was such a big part of Aaliyah's career. Yeah, yeah. You but know why? what I'm saying? Why, if I own the music? And I'm her father, her mother, or her brother, you know, her brother, or whoever. I, I'm, forgive me, not her brother, because I think mm -hmm. her brother passed with her, right? Or somebody's on the plane with her? I'm, uh, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but yeah. I'll, I know, look, I'll uh, look it up. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll I apologize. Yeah, we'll look, we'll, we'll, we'll look it up. I know that people but obviously did pass in, in um, a plane crash. If I own, if I'm her family, rather, and I own her rights, why should I have mm -hmm. to go through the producer who owns nothing to get make sure everything's aligned? Yeah. Um, I'm just well, asking why. I'm not trying to. Well, well, you know, releasing her music or whatever else, you, you're about to carry on her legacy, right? Why wouldn't you contact somebody who was a major part of her career and everything else? You know what I'm saying? As far as music to. goes. No, Rashad didn't. You don't. Pass. You don't have to, but why not? Her brother didn't pass. Okay. Mm -mm. His name is uh, Rash yeah, Rashad. He, uh, he just his his name came up. Like I think a few months after, because he had to take his sister's place when they were doing the press junket for uh, Queen of the Damned. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I don't see the purpose of me asking one of the producers for uh, permission to release my family members' music. Yeah, I don't think that they honestly asked him permission. I think that Timberland is just one of the quote unquote protectors of the family yeah. in the sense of like. He has a lot of the relationships in the music industry. Right. So instead of going directly to the family, people probably go directly to him. And he's he probably is the one that relays and says, no, like, that's not what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, the same way that Missy Elliott is probably very, very protective as, as well. I can see them being protective. Like, I can see the family saying, like, yo, this is what we plan. Get, just give them a heads up. Mm -hmm. But I, my, my whole thing was I don't know if they should ask permission. I can see them giving them a heads up. Like, yo, Tim, yeah. this, but this is what we plan on doing in 2020. Yeah. I can see that, and I'm I, not I, I think, permission. and I think they, and I think they do that. You know, yeah. I, I think that, you know, that estate, like we said, is very was very tight knit, like very like no one could do whatever they want with Aaliyah's music. Yeah. So they, they were more so going to make like new songs and records with her, right? 
Allegedly, again, want to say allegedly. Yeah. Even even the Drake shit, but, it was alleged. He never and he, he did go on record to uh, deny. And there was like one other artist that that hinted at saying. Was it Chris? Chris, yeah, Chris? yeah, I think maybe. But there was either way, none of them wound up being substantial. They were all deaded by by the yeah. people that made those announcements. But, but but I'm just saying, if you're gonna make like new music with like her vocals and whatnot. You should get in contact with people that spent a lot of time with her in the studio. For mixing and, purposes and, 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 and may and may have a better understanding of her vibe. I mean, Timbaland's so, definitely so going to work do on it. Like something that. Respectful. But, this, but this is my only thing. How do you tell the estate, whomever that may be, what the vibe is? Give what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that could be a, a, the, a mom, sister, or whatever that mm-hmm. probably would know her, at least in their eyes, best. Yeah. You but, know what I'm saying? You know. I don't know. But I then if they're not going to, you know, get in contact with the people that actually worked with her, what are you guys actually trying to do? Yeah, well, has a song with her. I mean, it really, you it know. really just depends on. It really just depends on uh, wh- where what what they're putting out as well. Like, what was the intent behind it, right? Like, people got mad just because Drake was going to put out an Aaliyah album, just and and they allegedly, this, allegedly, and they were, and this was around the time people started saying things like that Drake was stealing a sound and, and just recreating and, and sampling. And, and that's when I think this was around the time when the, when the whole Ghostwriter um, uh, stuff came out. And because of that, they, they shunned him, even though he never even confirmed it. So I wonder if it if it has to do with the person that is trying to put out Aaliyah music or is it just because, hey, you're trying to put out Aaliyah music and we didn't approve it? Like, I wonder if, if the representation was different, would the estate be mad or, 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 or block it. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> legalities that, that come into play, especially when you have estates, because it's not necessarily, I mean, I, I, from what I, from my understanding, you know, if you're a lawyer and listen to this, definitely correct. But from my understanding, right. when it comes to an estate, it's not like it's one person that's making the decision. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so it, it gets in, of course the family is, 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 in take into consideration and usually what happens i believe with this state is that they'll they'll designate like maybe one family member to kind of like oversee things yeah. i think yeah. like with prince is his sister right yeah his sister but again they didn't even have the best relationship either though. so like, which was very which is very interesting i want i wonder how she got to be in that position because he didn't have a prince, will yeah but prince went he's made gone on record on multiple occasions saying he didn't have the best relationship with his family like he didn't have a will so it deferred to her uh, that's what Mexican. Yeah, they're trying to sell. Yeah. They, weren't they trying to sell it for like eighty-five million? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, didn't, uh, I, didn't, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that's. I mean, that kind of goes back to. But but. <sighs> that's why you hear his music in like commercials now. Like the same thing with Michael yeah. Jackson. They would. These are people that would never put their music in commercials. Yeah. Especially like Party City. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wasn't Princess in Party City? And Michael. That and was Michaels. like the first one. Where and, like, and Michael. Whoa. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they had Thriller, and this uh-huh. is like your fam for uh-huh. real. You know how protective these guys were of their legacy, mm-hmm. of their music? And you're just going to throw, you know, Party City, offer this check. Cool. Yeah, we'll take it. But how do you feel about albums after people pass? I don't know. For me, that feels a little bit weird to me. Like, if it's like, okay, I understand, like, if it's, like, maybe the first one after because they have so many unreleased songs. But mm-hmm. then when it, like, continuously becomes a thing, I don't know. It feels a little bit weird for me. I mean, the music just don't sound right. It don't sound it right. Like it'd be yeah. like a little offbeat or something like that. that you you have well, an engineer, like yeah. Auto tune. You have an engineer going so, in and and putting verses on new modern music while the mixes that were originally recorded back in 1980 whatever sound yeah. crazy. You then go in to maybe try to EQ it or or 
yeah. even try to fix it up to clean it up to make it sound listenable, and it never comes out good. And the beats are always kind of cheesy for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, like it's never a good beat that's yeah. like, yo, that is it. It's always like, uh, you just kind of for you forced this you record shoot, to happen. Shoehorned it in there. Yeah, yeah, like it's it it. I think it. It, it won't do well or, or records like that don't ever do well just because the sound does not sound organic. It yeah. sounds yeah. very, very contrived. Yeah. Listen, man, if I own Prince's music, I would I would pull it off of everything. Yeah? I would keep it for a few years. Wait, also... That's just me because I'm a fan. I know. And I'm going to be mad selfish. But also, yeah, another please. thing, too, with Prince, <laughs> with his situation, remember when he changed his name to The Symbol? Mm -hmm. So then what... So what music is under the state and then mm, one's still owned by the labels as well question. because he changed his name because they were holding yeah, rights to his music. Yeah, but he, got, so, he got all his music back. When did he get all his music back? I think when he got it, when he took the name back. He changed it. Everybody called him the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah, but no, I know. He yeah. went just by the symbol. Yeah, it was just by the symbol. But because he was... It was that dude. They still called him Prince, yeah. formerly known yeah. as Prince. But I, but even with that, like the legalities with that, like then it, so it goes completely under his estate. So he took. So did he take all masters back, or if I'm not, let me, yeah, let's, let's look that let's, up let's because that up also because is really that, interesting. That really is a great question. I'm I'm literally here stumped. The only thing that I remember is that he. Because he couldn't put out music, that's why he changed his name. It was really while while it was marketed as him doing this to rebrand himself, which he was rebranding himself, be it the symbol, he also was trying to do that so that he wasn't pigeonholed in his contract so he can still release music. And that's why he was so big on being an independent artist and owning your own masters and things like that, because he himself, like most artists, get caught up into that rat hole of owning labels. Okay, and stuff. so 2014, he did get full control of his music mm. rights. But, 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 okay, so he did get it. But what if he passed before then? So, well, I guess my question would be like, if he passed before he got full control, then, then how Brothers, would it be? Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers would own would, would, whatever own a that portion of it. Yeah, a portion, yeah. Yeah, the uh, rest minor, of his. But it would be whatever is under that the whatever was under that symbol. But would he have been able to like re-record some of the music? Because he literally did a lot of the instrumentation for the song. So would he have been able to re-record it under the new symbol and then have ownership of that? You, well, they do that know. sometimes. You can. So what happens is like. So I know that Taylor this, Swift was trying to do that. This is a common thing in music, right? So let's say let's say uh, Wilson gives me a, a record, right? And I want to use the record, but Wilson says, "Hey, I want five million dollars for this record." I'm gonna tell Wilson, "Hell no, I'm not giving you shit." Take I'll go. I'll, yeah, no I'll, deal. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, no. We can make a deal. I'll just go it take is. your record and then I'll go play it for Nas and say, "Yo, Nas, you're an engineer, right? You're a producer, right? Yeah. I need you to replay the instrumentation on this record. Say less. And then after you play it, you can either <laughs> slow it, slow up the BPMs, or you can raise them, or you can add stuff in it so that it it doesn't come across that." Wilson can say, hey, that is my record. You could still get sued for that. You could still get sued, but what yeah. I'm saying is it happens. I've seen it oh, the, yeah. same, the same way. There's times we've had to do, uh, like, replay records just because the sample in the record just costs too much. So yeah. you wound up having to play the entire record over because of that. It, a, a replay happens yeah. a, a lot. Sometimes it goes under the rug. Sometimes it doesn't. Case in point, with, with the Robin Thicke and, and, uh, and, and Marvin Gaye record. They, that they, was, they tried. That, they, they tried it. They tried <laughs> it. It was a replay. They had someone, uh, if I'm a betting man, they had someone go in and try to recreate that sample organically with sounds and things and, and, and different instrumentation to try to throw off that they were actually actually taking a record it's, it's like, so common it's like the vanilla ice joint my record goes din 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 yeah din. their record goes 
Din 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 din. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he sampled Queen. He yeah. sampled Queen, and they were like, "He's like, no, it's a completely different record." Yeah. It's like, but but that's the but that's the that's the that's the gamble you run now because Did now, he win that? now huh? Did he win? No, no, how oh, he lost. Oh, right. oh yeah, bad. Yeah. That, ice, that ice got melted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Queen, yeah. real quick. Queen said, "If you give me my goddamn money, <laughs> my I don't. I really don't know why artists take those chances these <laughs> din, din, days. Din, din, it's not din, smart, din. especially with people now looking and and with technology the way it is. It's just not smart. You're bound to get caught. But yeah. it's also funny how I mean, I it's uh, I don't know if funny is the best word. It's very ironic how artists always get mad and upset when they talk about people ripping them off and taking their stuff, and then they go and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I find that very ironic. It is. Quite hypocrites, I must say. It is. It is. It's a doggy dog ironic? world. In, in don't music you think? Business. Oh my fault. That's what Alanis <sighs> Morissette. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You never listen to Alanis Morissette? Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, my mom used to play Yeah, but you're just. Mm, are you ready? Yeah. Why is your lip like? This. Why do you do that? Like, why do you sing like that? Like, is that if you were to be a soul singer, do you think that your Bubba Gump chin has to be over the mic in order for you to like? Do you think that Nas? Underbite. Yeah. So, like, this is. I mean, this is obviously a different artist, but do you think that Nas is like um, what's his face in White Chicks? When he's he's like this is my jam and it comes on a song that you don't even know that he was gonna play yeah, and he Bruce. starts singing like making me wait yeah he is I know that song too. I know that song too. yeah he's definitely like I know him. that song too did you know that song because of that movie after the movie. I knew the song before. That song no, I'm is saying, fire. Oh, it is fire, but what I'm saying, no, I'm saying for all of us, right? Did you guys? Did you guys actually start? You obviously knew the record. You heard the record, and that's I think what what made that part funny. He's like, oh my god, it's this record. After seeing that movie and then knowing the record, my, did you now put no, it in your? My in mom your, was on that. She played that. Uh, she played. I'm a. What's it? I'm, I'm a bitch. I'm a Shania Twain. That's my shit. Wait, hey, he wasn't outside. She played all outside. Of course I know that song. Wilson was not <laughs> that record. Nah, you know what song I, I, I like, like that uh I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one in a Cheeto bag. As that song go? No, not who, who Cheeto is, is, is that Alanis Morissette? You've never heard that record? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I know what he's saying. One bag in a Cheeto. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about? I just looked like I don't know what this no, guy's singing he, about no, right now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got one hand in my pocket. I don't. I don't. It's it's Elena's Morissette. Oh, it is? Yeah, Uh, hand in my pocket. He is right, but the Cheeto bag, I don't remember. That that line line is definitely in there. Let me check. Let me check. I don't don't remember. I've never heard the Cheeto bag in a a, a record. Let me check. Well... (laughs) <laughs> it's in there. Your face tells me you're unsure. It's in there. Right. You don't have that Ray J confidence. Y'all think I just came out of nowhere with Cheeto Bag? I got one hand yeah. in my pocket, and the other one's giving a high five because I got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's flicking a cigarette because I got one hand in my pocket, the other one's giving a peace sign because I got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's playing the piano. I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's hailing a taxi cab. There ain't no Cheetos in there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you got one lyrics. hand in your pocket playing with Cheetos, man. Jesus Christ! Might have been, might have been Doritos. Hold on, <laughs> Doritos. I, don't, I, don't, I highly doubt she would do that. You might have OD'd was, on some that's Doritos. That's like free promotion. That's like yeah, free promotion. Word. That yeah. song was popping back then. Yeah. Atlanta Morissette is not doing all that. Word. Well, well, hold on. Uh, here's one of my my good segues before he finds out that he just didn't do the Cheetos in the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you guys hear the Nick Cannon uh, and, and Eminem beef is reignited? Oh, my gosh. No, it's back, baby, is it, is by it, popular demand. Is it bad that it's just like, uh, like 
why should we care? I honestly uh, want I honestly want M to stop respectfully. Like, why should we care at this point? I honestly do. Everyone needs to just live their own yeah, lives. Let, like, and first of all, Mariah doesn't care because she's getting a big check. It's Christmas time. She don't give a crap about what you guys are arguing about. Yeah. And, also, and also her song that she wrote about you, M Obsessed, was a hit, too. Let, yeah. She gonna live her oh, life. No. Nick's gonna live that, her life. Eminem you should live your life. Everybody should just live their lives at this point. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't... I, for me, like, I just, I don't... I just don't care. I, yeah. I, I, in a very nice way, I don't care about yeah, this I'm, beef. I'm, I'm I really don't. You know what? You know what? It's another beef that's up there. I keep saying it so often. Ja Rule and Fifty Cent. I'm over it. I oh my gosh! I, like I'm over it. Certain certain beefs just have to die at this point. Some beefs like need to stay in the now, time capsule that it was back it, then. It, just I <laughs> feel like some of those those old beefs that still are are lingering. I feel like it's it reminds me of the movie Grumpy Old Men, where y'all are like eighty on a I fishing boat and just beefing yeah. still. Like you know what I'm saying? That like. Great. It's like let it go. Also, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Like when you have like that like high upper echelon status, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be doing certain no. things. Just like just be you. Yeah. That's it. That's all you have to do. Jay Z, Beyonce, Eminem. Like there's, there's others. That's my wish. They can my, literally they can literally just just be you. And yeah, you're fine. You my, don't have to do my all this wish stuff. my wish for M into 2020 is really for him to to be more in the forefront of kind of pioneering um, this new culture, or trying to cultivate, rather, is a, a yeah. better word. Not pioneering, obviously he is a pioneer. Cultivating this new generation. I feel like he's one of those artists that is truly amazing and still maybe trying to figure out how to fit in in this day and age and because of it it causes him to still leap out and just diss people that it, it don't no one cares it's like you don't have to fit in yeah. though like you're like you're m &M. you m. don't have yeah, to fit like, in you are you like I, I would have much rather him just be silent going into the new year and then just coming out with something just amazing mind you don't get me wrong the, the verse on the fat joe record it's 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 a good verse but the moment I hear the disses, like, all right, we back to this. Like, it's it's one of those old dogs still using the same trick type of things. Nick Cannon is transitioning into daytime TV. He's not going to respond. Well, not he, for nothing. If he's I'm being, gone the opposite he did, way no, of he, uh, he, daytime. He, he did respond, and, and that's oh, where... Nighttime host? Huh? No, no, no. He he responded. He's, he's gonna host the. He's TV owning. Show. I mean, he has a popular show. Like, I mean, he's he, on the. Yeah. He's chilling. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. good. He's chilling. Now, 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 I'm just saying he went in the opposite direction because that's how he lost that NBC gig. Well, because he threw, he threw on that turban. Yeah. Nah, because of his stand-up special. Well, Nick Cannon said, uh, did. Uh, NBC stands <clears throat> for niggas be something. <clears throat> he said something crazy. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. Sorry, I I, I read that, but. Um, Don't mess up the money. Well, yeah, but yeah. Nick Cannon did respond via IG and said, um, now, mind you, um, Eminem made reference to, obviously, both of them dating uh, Mariah Carey and both of them, obviously, having sexual relations with her and then pretty much telling Nick Cannon, like, what you thought she was a fool. I told you that she was crazy and all these other things. So then... Nick Cannon takes his Instagram and says, we should have, uh, we should change uh, his name from Eminem to Percocet, he said. What's the pill uh, uh, old people use? We should change it to, we are going to call him Cialis. Uh, get out your wheelchair, Eminem, and pop whatever you want to pop. Um, obviously, just taking a jab, jab at him and, and his past drug addictions and, and things of that nature. So, 
Everyone uh, needs to just chill. Yeah, I just think yeah. it, it, like, it just doesn't need to happen. And I also like, think why? this is a beef that, like, no one's really, like, no one's looking for. No Who one cares. benefits from this? No one cares. Like, when, uh, like, I'm tired of this whole, like, beef marketing thing. Nobody cares. All we do care about, at least I do, is, like, what value are you bringing to the culture? What value are you bringing to the community? Are you helping to provide, a, uh, a like, an opportunity for upcoming acts? Like, no. I don't. I don't care about you guys beefing about who you slept with because yeah. I'm I'm telling yeah. you right now Mariah Carey is probably laughing her way to the bank right now. No one cares. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I just want to. I can't wait to see Fifty Cent and Ja Rule fight in like forty years when they're like both old and decrepit and they're gonna throw out their hips. I would give that to Fifty. Fifty is at a, that age. Fifty. Listen, it's, it's it's like Mike Tyson. You ever seen uh you you seen those recent videos of Mike Tyson just teaching other boxers how to throw body combinations and stuff? Do you see how he is moving at how old? How old is Mike Tyson now? Yep. I say all that to say, not to not to say that Fifty Cent is Mike Tyson, but what I'm saying is Fifty Cent has is is a Golden Glove winner. He he boxes right. He and won he, Golden and, Gloves. Yeah. I, I believe so. What? Yeah, I believe so. Wait, he has wait, a boxing history. We, we can look it up. I'm almost uh, certain that he won Golden, Golden Globe. I'm, I'm almost certain that like he won Tyson? Golden No, um, oh, 50. 50 Cent. I'm uh, almost oh, certain that he, he did. Or he has Golden some Golden. sort of boxing I was like, wait, I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> uh, background, and he boxed. I know that for a fact. Hmm. That said, um, I don't know that I would... 75, 80-year-old 50 Cent versus 75, 80-year-old yeah. Ja Rule? Let me check real quick. Uh, I'm almost certain that that's was the case. Young man. Man, listen. Uh, For twenty twenty, let's let's have the new decade be the decade of the the non beefs. Like, if you want beef, keep in the music. Yeah. If you want beef, like, but also I feel like when you're at a certain status, like, why are you beefing? I, I mean, sometimes people get bored too. Yeah, you got yeah but can't you just then like get a new house or get a dog or like mm -hmm. find a new mistress i don't know like just do something else anything like i don't know just do something else yeah i don't know man i like that eminem uh this song he had against mariah when he had her vocals on there before you yeah. know like yeah when they when she did obsession and then he released that that record and he had her vocals wait wasn't on his it? before she had released obsession no 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 no, no, no. wait 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 there was one before. Okay, one so which alluded, one are we talking about? There's one to where he alluded to her, but didn't say anything outright against her. Then she came out with a, why are you so upset? Yeah, and then, yeah. then it was the obsession. Then he was like, I still got the... Yeah, with her vocals, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I want to open this link, but this it, it says he it right a, here. Where it, says, poppins, uh, baby. it says, did you know 50 Cent was a boxer? Um, yeah. Oh, here it is. Hold it's, I don't know. I don't know. People got to stop beefing. Mm. Let's... Let's change the script a little bit. Switch put it out, up. Put out more music. Yeah. Come on, guys. Do something. <laughs> I don't want. I don't know. Like, is, I'm sorry. Is it is it wrong? It, I mean, maybe it's just because like I don't know. Right, yeah, this like, is, is it wrong for to to be like I don't care? Like I, I don't like I don't really care that you guys are beefing. No, yeah, no, it's that's not. That's the best way to live, it's, Aaron. It's, I'm I'm for beef. Nobody cares. Y'all know I'm for beef, like, but I, I, I like I like, like new fresh competitive beef. I don't like this type of beef where it's just like this is. Like let it it's go. It's like drawn out. Um, but yeah, so I did find it. So it said, um, long before Candy Shop and all of Fifty Cent Smash Records, Fifty used to box. He was extremely talented and won a number of boxing tournaments. But his future uh, wouldn't be in boxing. Many believe him to be the best rapper ever. Prior to that, saw a huge, saw a huge uh, future in Fifty Cent's ability to actually become a professional boxer. Hmm. 
So yeah. Um, so he didn't I, win I, that Golden Glove, but yeah, he no, did, no, he, he, he won. He won, he, he won tournaments. <laughs> like, got to got to be doing something. Winning tournaments, and it and it yeah. plural with an S. Tournaments, not just one. So never. I, I say all that to say, I, I don't know that I want to see them fight. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if Ja has boxing history. I don't know. But just knowing that piece and knowing a trained fighter versus a street fighter, and it, I don't know how, how, how you'll fare mm-hmm. with that one. So, but um, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so that's it. I don't, I don't really care. I want, I want their beef to end. It's, it's over with. I, I think it's, it's run its course. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So. Maybe we covered next, a lot today. Maybe next week we'll cover Queen and Slim. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's, Possibly. It's, it's a good movie. I feel like, man, it's so good, but it's also very sad. It's yeah, very, very I'm sad. Not, yeah, I'm already sad. I'm not doing that today. <laughs> I'm already sad. Brandon definitely shed a tear. Yeah, no, I'm, all, I'm already sad. Shout, shout, out, um, shout out to Uncle Earl. Yeah, oh, man. All right, listen, uh, we're, not, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> Uncle Earl was funny, man. Well, people didn't see it, so relax. Um, let us know what you guys think about all the topics today. Do you want the Eminem and Nick Cannon beef to end? Um, also, tell us your thoughts and, and some of your memories that you uh, were able to experience viewing uh, Juice World's growth and also to his demise. How do you feel about it? And then lastly, as always, be sure to hit the noty notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. And please make sure to subscribe to the newsletter, yes. as always, because we keep the latest and greatest announcements in there. Yeah, we may be making an announcement soon. soon. And also, we'll be dropping the content from the live show. Yeah, like we did the that. full, extensive, like, yeah. drop. I just so. want to say we did that in unison. Like, when you said soon, I was like, soon. Like, I went under you. You oh, jumped in. It wasn't really like, unison. I know. Like, I was trying to you, you piggyback. Little, piggybacked off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Different, <laughs> different levels? A little bit. No. You don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Brandon Killer Bay Chaw. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm Lex Diamonds. Lex what? Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lex Diamonds? Don't worry about who that is, man. Regular night. Hey, there, I waited this whole time <laughs> show. <laughs> don't worry about who that is, man. That's me, man. Straight up. Google right. it. I'm Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you And need, we out. Man. Peace. <laughs> grass, 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 grass.